Did I fall asleep? Sometimes I don't sleep. Came into the room. It's here. 
here in the circle. Apples, ice cream, or popsicle, or banana. It's off in the distance. You get to have a card or banana. It came into the room. What do you want? It's here in the circle. Even though we don't have it. It's off in the distance. Well, you don't have bananas. It came into the room. It's here in the uh, circle. chance we get. you meant to say, the things you haven't done, came into the, room. the obsessions you haven't pursued. What if?
for the last, for the last, for the last. It's never going to happen right here. It's never going to happen again. You could remember how things were. We can sit around and we can share memories. We can get together intentionally and we can share our favorite memories. We're never going to get to all of it. We're never going to know all of it. We're never going to get to do everything, quite everything. We're never going to get to say everything. We're never going to make everything. We can't just create everything. We can leave little traces of ourselves behind. We can leave impressions. We can leave a wake. We can make noise. We can bring our, our peace into the room. And then we'll just suddenly go. We don't always know when we're going to go. And we don't know when everyone else is going to go. Maybe we're going to stay for a really long time. And maybe we're going to be here for a long time. And maybe, and maybe. Sometimes we just die. Sometimes we just trip over something. We trip over someone. We trip and we fall and we land in someone's arms. And we look at each other as we go. We light up. And sometimes we're just born. Things begin out of nowhere. Things end into nowhere. Sorry I didn't say all the things, but I'm trying, I'm getting there. I told you I loved you, but... I didn't tell you as often as I thought it, as often as I felt it. I told you I thought you were great, but I hadn't told you lately. I didn't write. I didn't send a letter. I didn't send a collection. I didn't send a package. I didn't send sounds. I didn't send affirmation. I didn't send approval or resonance. Did you know I always thought we were fellow travelers? I didn't always say it. Maybe you always knew. Not always, you can't always know everything and that's okay. Sometimes we have to remember to search back, search back and remember what, what we knew. We may be conditioned to forget. We may not always know. So just remember, 
Remember how many people care about you. Remember how much I care about you. Remember how much you imagine that I care about you. Remember how much you really admire yourself. And I'm just going to go do the thing that I do. I'm going to do it as the best that I can. I'm going to really put myself fully into it. I'm going to do it unashamedly. And I invite you to travel with me while we're here. It's not going to last. But we're going to have it. This is called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Just for the next hour and 40 minutes. Happening right now. Being created right now. Without a plan. With a mission. Or without an objective. With an intention without a vision with focus with a complete relaxation nothing can be wrong we'll be here until we're gone call in my 434-971-8678 Answers to questions at lastever.org. Identification. Identification. On Monday, you're listening to WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 FM, and worldwide at WTJU.net. We're just about to move studios forever. On Wednesday, you're listening to WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio. Online at wfmu.org slash drummer. We're more than halfway through our fundraiser. Whenever you're listening to Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Lastever.org.
I think about how it was. It's all I have left. What do you see when you look at me? A grumpy old man who never answers questions? Who mixes everything up? Who's kept busy by getting his meals? That's not me. very difficult. You, you can very easily slip into the state of consciousness where you feel you're gone. It can happen to anyone. Just in the same way as you can get the flu or uh, measles or something like that, you can slip into the state of consciousness. When you get it, it depends upon your background and your training as to how you're going to interpret it. If you've got the idea of God, that comes from popular Christianity. God as the governor, the political head of the world, and you think you're God, then you say to everybody, well, you should bow down and worship But if you're a member of Hindu culture, then you suddenly tell all your friends, I'm God. Instead of saying you're insane, they say, congratulations, at last you found out. Because their idea of God is not the autocratic government. When they uh, make images of Shiva, say he has 10 arms. How would you use 10 arms? It's hard enough to use two. You know, if you play the organ, you've got to use your two feet and your two hands, and you play different rhythms with each member. It's kind of tricky. But actually, we're all masters of this. Because how do you grow each hair without having to think about it? Each nerve. How do you beat your heart and digest with your stomach at the same time? You don't have to think about it. In your very body, you are omnipotent in the true sense of omnipotence, which is that you are able to be omnipotent. You are able to do all these things without having to think about it. When I was a child, I used to ask my mother, of course, all sorts of ridiculous questions that every child asks. And when she got bored with my questions, she'd say, darling, there are some things we're just not meant to know. I said, will we ever know? She said, yes, of course, when we die and go to heaven, every God will make everything play. So I used to imagine on wet afternoons in heaven, we'd all sit around the throne of grace and say to God, well, now, why did you do this? I find it a little difficult to say what the subject matter. Heavenly Father, why are the leaves green? Beat your heart. Because can you say in words, explain directly how this is done? You do it, but you can't do it in words. Because words are too tough. And yet you manage for as long as you're able. This concludes session one of Out of...
what would be on the radio. You know, it should just be like heavy rotation, you know, whatever's on the radio while you're washing up. It's not a choice. In fact, turn the radio on now and see what's on the radio. That's what should be on the radio. And that's kind of how, that sort of is what's on the radio. You don't need to ask. I'm asking. I invented a new electronic defense system. Go on. What's the point? I've confessed it all before. Try again. I thought all nations should have it. it would have ensured peace and treason. Thoughts, perhaps. The joke is they, they let the plans get stolen anyway. Joke? You think that's funny? Yes, I think it's funny. All this to safeguard secrets, then some bumbling bureaucrat lets his back get swiped. You had nothing to do with it. I don't mean that. Why, why can't you leave me alone? I'm interested. You still have an independent mind. No. There are very few of us left. No, you're wrong. I'm Oh, yes, I've been caught that way before. It's a fact. By the Inquisition. To make sure there was a man I was after. You found ways, without even doing it consciously, of, of keeping your thoughts well within the immediate environment that you were dealing with.
We were brought up to never question authority. Isn't that true? People of our age group. And the government was right, and the policeman was right, and the priest was right, and mom and dad were right, and the school board was right. Anybody that was in authority knew what was best and how we should think, and they told us how to think. But I never told my daddy he was crazy. Shouldn't I let my government know that I think they're crazy? I think they are insane, really. This is an insane thing we're doing. Somebody's making money, okay? And I don't want people making money off of me. Well, that's true. Money is being made left and right, and that's why I think this war has been prolonged. Sort of is what's on the radio. Uploaded and downloaded all over the place. And these people are, are facing some confusion about uh, their computer and how it works. One particular fellow doesn't seem to understand exactly what that box is that's hooked up to the typewriter device. 
And there's this guy who calls whose first language is obviously not English. And the tech support person is trying to tell him to use a paperclip. You know, you can take a paperclip and unbend it to poke in there to get a CD-ROM. It's stuck. Get it out of your computer. But he does, has no idea what a paperclip is. He knows what paper is. He knows what a computer is. And it's not a paper. Of Malcolm X's assassination at the Audubon Ballroom, we had Valentine's Day on the 14th. In the first week of February, me personally, I celebrate the birthday of mothers. You know, what most uh, compelling to me was, you know, many years later reading reading uh, an obituary in the New York Times for him, uh, describing that he had, he had died by his own hand and. There was no way that I could, in my mind, make the connection to Don Johnson and my advice and that dinner and, and to think how you know, show business has a way of, of crushing even strong people and, um, um, you know, strong, talented people. Um, and uh, that resilience is a sort of a mysterious quality. measuring some of the sounds we live with. And I'm telling you, they're pretty awful. Has withered from 
This music's really beautiful, isn't it? You definitely say it was being a rock musician that has caused the hearing loss. There was no other exposure to noise other than his rock music. And then I was with this rock band, and uh, you know, the highest it ever got was about 122 decibels in the general area. I mean, it really kind of hurt my ears because you're not used to it. And these people started to lose some of their hearing, they become adjusted to it. If they are developing a slight hearing loss, they probably don't even know it. Well, we see through to artificial means, such as being blindfolded or having sex in total darkness. ...who is currently being taught in anti-social uh, psychology classes oh, the motivity of the signs. The sedge has withered from the lake. This wind flows over your body, comes across. The sedge has withered from the lake. Babylonia. Baby. Baby doll. Baby's got it going on. Baller. Banana. Barbie doll. Oh, what can ail the united arms? Beautiful girl. Alone and paley. Betty. The sedge has withered from the lake. Betty. Heart sing. Bit of all right. Bit of crackling. Bit of fluff. Bit of lumber. Bit of skin. Bit of skirt. Bit of stuff. Bitch. Bod squad. The sedge has withered from the lake. Breeze, fruit, bunch of calico, butter, butter baby, candy, cheesecake, cherry pie, chick, chicky, cock tease, cock teaser, commodity cookie, crackling creamy. The sedge has withered from the lake. They're doing their experiments, they're typing it in. Okay, but where are they sending it? How am I as a teacher going to act? It's much easier. They have it on paper, they hand it in to me, I take it home, I open that middle folder, and I go through and grade them. They go home and go through and upload and wait for the downloads and click through everything and try to find out what they named them and what file they put them in. It's hard enough to remember anything. They could print them out for us, yeah, and then turn them in. But then that, that there's a whole other paper cost issue time on the printer. You might have a whole class print out on one printer. It takes hours. And it's so much quicker when they're all done, they hand it in. So there's becomes these, it becomes very uncomfortable with this use of technology when it's supposed to be seamless and, and nice. And Why do you use people? 
Psychiatrists say it satisfies the desire for power. The only opportunity one gets here depends which side you're on. I'm on my side, aren't we all? You must be new here. Time most of us join the enemy against ourselves. Have you? Let's talk about the game. All right, what about sides look alike? You mean how do I know blacks from white? No. You may know about that. Well, by the by the moves they make. You know who's for you or against you. Don't follow you. It's simple psychology, the way it is in life. We judge by attitude. People don't need uniform white complicated. To keep your mind alert. What use is that to you here? Why you bother to keep your mind alert? Now? Ah. From habit. Just to defy them. Too old for what? Escape. You had a plan. Everybody has a plan, but they all fail. Why? It's like the game. You have to learn to distinguish between the blacks and the whites. So I think... Think about how it was. That's all I have left.
sure. In fact, it could be the pit. How come? Because I don't think it's such a great idea to overhear things, especially things about yourself. Well, not me. I mean, I want to hear everything. Yeah, me too. I mean, there's so many wonderful things to listen to in the world. What would it be like if you couldn't hear them? What would it be like to live in a silent world? That could be a very dangerous toy. I hate noise. Big sudden noises can make your ears ring and damage your hearing. But when you're exposed to loud sounds for a long period of time, sometimes we don't notice the damage that's being done. All right, we're testing the right side now. And David is not responding to 50 decibels. There he goes at 55. He's starting to respond. Now we're going to test his left side. Okay, at 500 cycles, he's beginning to respond at 65 decibels. So he's a little above normal uh, in his responses, which means he's lost a little hearing. So you definitely say it was being a rock musician that has caused his hearing loss. There was no other exposure to noise other than his rock music. over during our brief visit our brief moment together we have these little compact moments we don't see each other all the time so we get together in visits we get together maybe it's in the afternoons maybe it's over lunch maybe we have evening visits maybe we only see each other overnight We hope that we're doing well. Sometimes we, we, we try to show our best. Sometimes we try to show our most vulnerable. Some people we just feel we need to be a little bit unwell around. Maybe we're competing to be not doing quite as well. 
maybe we're worried about the person being jealous if we say, gosh, things are going so well. Things are going so well. Change. What if... Um, What if we had, what if everything were the best? What if we got together the best of the worst, the worst of the best? We knew we were loving it. We had pains and injuries and, and our friends are coming and going and people are breaking up with us and, and, our, and, our, and our parents are, are dying and our, and, our, and, our, and our jobs, we're losing our jobs. We, we, we've forgotten our purpose. We don't know where our, our children are. We don't know if we'll ever have children. And, we, we are worried about the state of the world or we, we, we have a basket and, and, and there's things that are moldy at the bottom of it and we've, we forgot to bring our 5% off coupon and, and there's so many things that could go wrong and so we, we bring a collection and we, let's go around the circle and let's, let's talk about all our problems let's talk about our deepest problems, our worst problems oh, I left the, I left that, I left the light on Oh my goodness. And we go around. One person has pancreatic cancer. One person, one person, they lost at that board game they were playing and, and another person, they, they offended someone. Another person, they're really just they're upset at why aren't things going according to plan and they mapped it all out and they orchestrated it and everyone was sitting around and there are 300 of us in the meeting and and so many good plans but then there were surprises and there were awkward moments and some people walked out and some people were laughing and some people made noise and there were children crying and some, someone, someone got upset and there were so many misunderstandings and ideas went over people's heads and there was just a, a sea of miscommunication and, and, and it felt like uh, it felt like maybe this wasn't the best day it could have been and the, the, the tofu was a little overdone and, and the dishes the fruit flies the cracks, the noise, the dogs, the trees, the snow. You have to shovel the snow and the snow is so beautiful. And everything's going great. Listen to this live on Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. You're listening on WTJU Charlottesville. It's happening live on the radio. It's happening just right now. It's only just happening. It's a radio station. It's being recorded four different ways. That's how we know it's really happening, except that's and we move and and you can call in live on Mondays. If you call in 434 
971-861-9718678. You can just make it what you want. So the idea is that you make what you want in the world. You don't have to just sit and, and wonder and wish and complain and edit and critique. You can create, you can change, you can step in, you can move in, you can compliment, you can coordinate, you can coincide, you can call up live. If you call 434-971-8678, you'll be right there, live in whatever this is, right in this moment, really right in this moment, right so much in this moment. And if you're listening Wednesday, you're listening Wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio online at wfmu.org slash drummer. The marathon is is still happening there. If you happen to be on the playlist page there, um, that's where we're, we're all chatting together. On the, We're typing messages to each other on Wednesday. It's Wednesday and we're typing to each other. And you can find the link. If you can't find it from wfmu.org, you can find it from lastever.org. That always points you in the right direction. And those people who are who are pledging to that fundraiser going on there there maybe they they're they're thinking about the ken's last ever mp3 dvd collection that has 45 hours of more material on it more collages and they might be um if they pledge they get a little bit they get a little next to their name on the playlist chat they get a little fuzzy fuzzy icon that represents this show that's going around right now the it's 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 square it's contained it has a very distinct shape it's also formless and 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 static and noisy and and undefined and those people who pledge they get the little icon next to their name using software that i wrote to do that not live not live i did it before but while i was alive and if you're listening at some other time you're listening to the archive on a podcast or in a, an mp3 or a, a, a web player or a, a, a phone app you may have found it at lastever.org archives going back for oh gosh it's over 25 years i think there was an anniversary i forgot i forgot to do anything about the 25th anniversary let's pretend that i remembered Thank you, Kenzo. Kenzo will be turning 25 in, I guess, two weeks. Uh, I don't know if he's got a special program lined up for that or not, but um, it seems rather likely. Anyway, if it's not, if it's not, if it's not likely, it either is likely or it is, and I don't know. But if it happens or not, uh, come celebrate. Um, it's going to be a festive time.
dans le ciel, murs et portes ouvertes, famille dans le grand air. This music's really beautiful, isn't it? En lisant ces vers, je pris conscience de son amour infini. New taste? I'm gonna get the organic. messaging or emailing each other's little fun things, that makes sense. Toujours là, même quand je me noie, le cœur battant de maman. Oh, honey, there's no difference. Yeah, but I like the organic. Et loin du stade du nouveau-né, il est temps de prendre retraite. Mais il n'y a pas de raison de payer extra, tout vient du même endroit. 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 And they're in this particular But in a school, that's why I said I always feel this this conflict between the school structures we have and the technology. It seems like they're they're almost opposed in a lot of ways. And all the ones you download are there, and then people see them, and then they upload them from your computer, and so on and so forth. Man 
Je vais bientôt parler à la vitre miroir mélancolique. That Australian? I guess so. New Zealand? I don't know. But I got a number of those kind of accidental recordings. That Yeah, 
malheureux de la à Tirodel, voici l'hirondelle, à présent de l'apaisement de l'hirondelle, à Tirodel, voici l'hirondelle, apaisement de l'hirondelle, de la lune, dans
they were all very white. Oh, yeah. And there's the time that mine was snow white. So I was going to throw it out, but I didn't want to get it. Clam pie. Oh, clam pie, sure. Okay. We can try. So I, I was, they were supposed to pick me up at 2.30. I didn't get home till 20 after 6. They kept saying they're going to send a car for me. I said, I can't get in a car. I need a lift. I had a shopping cart full of practice. I said, I need a lift. And uh, they sent the car, and I sent them away. I said, I told you, I need to have a car. This went on and on and on and on. And I finally had a poor car service. You know, and I was so upset. You have no idea. So, of course, I put in a complaint, and of course, they sent me a wonderful, lovely letter. And, uh, oh, she brought my packages. Uh, Lori? Lori? Yeah? Did you bring in the uh, things for Mother? I did. Did you put it in the refrigerator? Uh, I did. That would be feasible. What time is the grandma supposed to be here? Whenever Melanie picks her up, I guess. Yeah. The baby's cute, huh? Yeah, I saw him once. Um, well, no, I haven't seen the baby. I haven't seen the baby. You never saw the baby? No, I've seen Aiden. Uh, Aiden, you've never seen Especially when the start of the new year, like we were going into junior high or going in, that's when we picked up our wardrobe. No, well, and you went here with my There change. was a difference in our sizes, and that's when we started using Mrs. Denby. Do you remember Mrs. Boy, Denby? She made it. She made it the most beautiful. My father would dresses. bring home ends of this wonderful fabric. It was a Ooh, men's clothing. So Do you remember the beautiful outfit? fabrics? What was the outfit that we wore when we went to junior high the first day? It was brown, brown with, with orange. orange. <laughs> <laughs> it was a two-piece. The outer part was, co it was yeah. like a coat. Today it would be a atrocious looking. An, an orange coat. Was Big bow. <laughs> and I would pick out just for how to make. She made us coats that were truly gorgeous. I wanted this sleeve and that front, and she did whatever I asked. She was wonderful. Yeah. And her house had a certain smell. Yes. That was yes. just her. Yes. Mrs. Demby. 
Five bucks she made. Oh, she, she was... I don't remember the cost, but it yeah, couldn't yeah. have been a lot. No, it wasn't a lot at all. No. In fact, when I got the gown, when I got the gown for uh, your wedding, I went to Mrs. Denby to uh, alter it to make a hem on it. It was a little bit too long. Oh, that's fine. These days I do my own sewing. We dressed alike until we graduated high school at 17. Then we got smart. We said, yes. why, why, we had why? a double wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> My sister Edda was a model for coats. So oh, we would have two coats different coats. Oh, yeah. Two, di two different. Gorgeous. Yeah, one was black with black. Yeah, one was black with a tuxedo front. I don't remember that one. And the other one was plum. No, that was yours. With the tuxedo front. And then there was one um, plum color with stump pockets. I knew what socks were mine and what socks were hers. They were identical. She never took mine and I never took hers. Can you explain that one? <laughs> Crazy, right? Child, childhood territorialism. That's how it's going on. Which is how we're genetically locked on. Yes, until we were 17. Yes, they wanted to separate. And the period we went through where our sizes were different was not a long period between junior high school and high school because she was four and a half or four inches taller than me and over the summer I caught up with her. One summer. But that's when we, we um, that's when we had the maid because we had to get the same clothes. Well, you know what? I don't think that that's necessarily true, but in any case, I'm buying my own peanut butter. I want the organic. Because that's exactly what I want to do. I want an experience where we throw away 91 cents together. You throw it away. New taste is as good as any of this, and I won't be fooled. Organic. And that one's going to have to, well, the, the structure of school is going to have to change how I grade things, the kinds of assignments I give, for technology to feel more comfortable. And that's, that's what I don't, what is that next picture? I don't, Totally. Lunch with my father. Oof, say no more. No, now it's easy. When I was younger, I was so invested in his grievances, his uh, anger at the world. They were mine, too. But now that I live 3,000 miles away and have my own kid, thriving business, I, I don't even get angry at him anymore. It's even just funny, you know?
time for the easy to deny response. It would be easy for me to deny the accusations and simply put the matter to rest. That would certainly be the easy thing for me to do, but sometimes the easy way is not the best way, because there's a larger question at stake here. And that question is, does my opponent have the right to make me answer to every rumor that might come his way, regardless of who might start that rumor? Then he would move into the I'm not suggesting technique. Of course, I'm not suggesting for one moment that my opponent in this campaign would be party to starting such a malicious rumor. But there's a principle here to which we should both adhere. The second thing that it tells us is that we should always offer the other person two options, both of which we can live with. That all hope is gone. In this country, we don't think like that. We say that you're always better off to know. Let's take anger. The other person hasn't come out and said that they're angry with you, but it's obvious that they are. You say, Harry, it's clear to see that you're angry about this, and believe me, I agree with you. You've got every right to be angry. And maybe I've got a right to be angry with your people too. But staying angry with each other isn't going to solve the problem. Why don't we both put that behind us and look at ways that we can rebuild our relationship? Fair enough? Culture is playing is that nothing really happens unless it's in the newspaper. So we're, when we are at a party and there's a great party, somebody said, it's too bad there wasn't a tape recorder. And so our children begin to feel that they don't exist authentically unless they get their names in the papers. And the fastest way of getting your name in the papers is to commit a crime. And then you'll be photographed, then you'll appear in court, and everybody will notice you. It really happened if it was recorded. In other words, if you shout and it doesn't, doesn't come back an echo, it didn't happen. Well, that's a real hang-up. It's true, there's fun with echoes. We all like singing in the bathtub, because there's more resonance there. And when we play a musical instrument, like a violin or a cello, it has a sounding box, because that gives resonance to the sound. And in the same way, the cortex of the human brain enables us, when we are happy, to know that we are happy. And that gives a certain resonance to it. If you're happy and you don't know you're happy, there's nobody home. You know, the kinds of questions but that this is the whole problem for us. were just the questions themselves were ugly. And I didn't want to know the answers. It's, it's like it's like banging on a door. You knock on a door, and the door opens slightly, and behind that door is dark, and there's loud noises coming, like there's like there's wild animals in there or something. And you peer into the darkness, and you can't see what's there, but you can hear all this ugly stuff. You want to step into that room? No. You just sort of back out quietly, pull the door shut behind you, and walk away from it. And that's what was going on. Those que the questions themselves were too ugly to even ask, let alone try to deal with the answer. Now, part of what was going on is that I could not have made sense of what I was seeing and doing in Vietnam because I did not have a full deck of cards. I needed to have an understanding of the political and historical reality that brought us to Vietnam before I could make sense of what I was seeing. I began to acquire the other cards in the deck during the three years or so after I got back from Vietnam. But while I was there, 
nothing made sense because I kept trying to you know, play this game with 27 cards instead of 52 cards and it kept not coming out right. And I didn't know why. All I knew was that it was nuts. And it became, it became clear within three or four months that my reasons for being in Vietnam were, were not clear. The notion of defending the people against the invaders from North Vietnam. The people hated me. The Vietnamese people hated me. And it was perfectly uh, that was perfectly clear. People didn't say good morning to you. People hated me. In my own experience, the Vietnamese people hated me, and I gave them every reason to hate me. I beat them. I sometimes killed them, I destroyed their houses, I destroyed their crops, I destroyed their fields, I destroyed their culture. Why in the hell should those people like me? And I could see that I was doing that. And I could see that nothing we were doing was having any impact on the war itself. Now the funny thing about Vietnam is that I, I was getting Time Magazine every week. It came in the mail. I could read about my war even as I sat in the middle of it. And I would read about what Lyndon Johnson would say and what McNamara would say and what Rust would say. And I could look around and see that, uh-uh, I don't know what war they're talking about, but that's not what's going on here. Christmas reminds us of our obligation to share these blessings with others. During the holiday season and throughout the year, we think with pride of the men and women of our armed forces who are keeping our nation safe and defending freedom around the world. In Iraq, Afghanistan, and elsewhere, they are protecting our liberty by spreading liberty to others. Christmas reminds us that we can trust in God's promise of peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Peace on earth. Peace on More than 2,000 years ago, an angel of the Lord brought good tidings of great joy. The God of heaven had come to earth, and he would be with us always. And so, this is Christmas. But anyway, it's a it's a surprise on Colossal Historical Vaults. 
so I'm not sure what that means, but Let's in terms move. of historical water, like 7,000 gazillion samples. Without any fear. Everybody. War is over. If you want it, war is over. over if you want it war is over now once again war is over if you want it war is over life by distrusting our instincts and had to think about it and had to purposely arrange and discipline and push our lives around in accordance with foresight and words and systems of symbols, accountancy, calculation and so on. And then we worry. Once you start thinking about things, you worry as to whether you've thought enough. Did you really take all the details into consideration? Was every fact properly reviewed? And by Jove, the more you think about it, the more you realize that uh, you really couldn't take everything into consideration because all the variables in any human decision are incalculable. So you get anxiety. And this though, also, this is the price you pay for knowing that you know. ways without even doing it consciously of, of keeping your thoughts well within the immediate environment that you were dealing with.
it's so interesting about the process of making anything is that you, you, on the one hand you're completely attached to what you're doing and on the other hand you have to remain completely unattached to it. You just don't know when things are no longer going to be important to you. So it's all in orbit all the time. And I got like one mission of over 200 games. Disliked them that when George W. Bush nominated him to be ambassador to the UN, they refused to confirm him. And so Mr. Bush sent him on a recess appointment for uh, a year. When he was there, he was utterly disruptive rather than diplomatic force. When the Israelis invaded Lebanon in 2006, uh, his boss, Condoleezza Rice, Secretary of State, was working in the early days of the invasion for ceasefire. So that's the way it is. And it's a, a phony standard. It comes from medieval England, which says that you, uh, you, you are thrown out of court if you don't have a specific interest to sustain the lawsuit you filed against the Crown. Well, that usually now means an economic interest, that they have to be a corporation that might lose sales, for example. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a very disturbing situation because as I've said in my book, Breaking Through Power, it's easier than we think. Uh, Chris, it only takes 1% or less of the people uh, really mobilizing every congressional district. Let's say three, 4,000 people in every congressional district, which has 750,000 people in average. Uh, as long as they represent a majority opinion on something, they can control the Congress against any vested interest. And we used to do it with far less than that. And regulating the auto industry, getting through the Free Information Act, which is opposed by not only the bureaucrats, but almost every corporate trade association, because they didn't want government information on them uh, available to the public. And we have to always ask, we don't need huge numbers of people. We need about 1% of the people spending three to 500 hours a year connecting with each other, opening full-time offices in every congressional district, and focusing on just 530 people. 35 people, uh, men and women in the U.S. Congress. That, the branch, has the most power under our Constitution. I, I, I want to go back to law. You're a yeah. lawyer.
en limousine et en plus, ma tante Gaëlle vient de Marseille sur une groseille.
What happened? What happened was something happened. Something happened. All this happened. Everything happened. Something that happened. My friend, my friend, my friend died. First he said, Hey, I'm sick. And then next week he was gone. And he was very obsessive in his way. He was very obsessive in a way that is, that was that is parallel to some of my obsessions, kind of in the family, taking things sometimes in different directions, different proclivities and different manifestations and different areas where he applied control than the areas where I applied control, limits, balance, but some overlapping obsessions and detail, care, a desire to share, trying to help, trying to spread, trying to collect and distribute, trying to organize and bring attention to, trying to shine new light on old things, and just doing it, going ahead and doing it, and and sometimes surrounding himself with the by by beaconing out the way that he was with the people who cared and responded and benefited maybe not being shy so many kinds of things so many kinds of ideas and sounds and words and images and his own way of creating art and the way that he brought his different kinds of art his piles and piles of inspired art and everyone's figuring out what to do now and 
what to do with all the stuff and I have a lot of stuff stuff ideas sounds images words ideas help care knowledge I want to share while I'm here creativity that needs that wants that that has its form to express here to be here we just have a few moments and we get to do some of it and we get to do some of it And I suddenly realized I have to, I have to go, I have to make the things that I have to make. I have to make the things that I have to make. I have to keep going and sharing them and putting them out. A lot of people say it matters to them. I have lists and piles and documents and collections. So many people saying it matters and I have to put it out and, and keep it out. And we have to go, we have to make we have to do the things that we have to do. We have to just go ahead and share them and make them and do them and be brave, be confident. Boldly put your thing, put it out, share it, show it. Somebody isn't going to like it. Somebody is going to like it. Somebody is going to be offended and somebody is going to be in love and you just have to do it. You're alive and then you're not. You have to make it. This is it. I'm so glad that you do. So I stay up all night. And I'll keep making. And I also wait for people to rescue me. And I'll keep making. And I give up myself. And I'll keep making. going to make the world a little bit more, just a little bit more, a little bit more of what I have. I'm going to reflect a little bit more of what you have. I want you to show me what you have. Please, I want you to show me what you have. And I'm going to shine for it. I'm going to shine when you shine. And when I remember you, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry for you and I'm going to cry for us. 
and then we'll go away. And I'm going away. And I don't know if I'll be back. And I'm glad that you listened today. I'm glad that you listened live on the radio. I'm glad that you listened in Charlottesville and WTJU, WTJU Charlottesville. And I'm glad that you listened today, Wednesday, on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio. And I'm so grateful for the pledges that you made. It's not too late to donate to WFMU if that's what you'd like to do. The fundraiser information is here on the playlist page, which you've been on, wfmu.org. The links are always at the top of lastever.org in all the other moments in time when you're hearing this. This will be here forever and ever and ever. Because we're going to be here forever. This has been Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Thanks for listening. Every other Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Every Wednesday, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Information at lastever.org. Thank you. I love you very much.